This is the Are You Screw podcast. 12 to 3 is going to be an entire stadium of sad drunks at Rutgers Stadium. How is that different than usual? <laughs> They're usually a little more sober. I don't think so, man. Adam. I don't know why. I just turn down to my seat and just start ripping the cushion. <laughs> Mike. Like the top of a metal trash can with feces rubbed all over it and just like a football in there. Max. I'm not saying that I don't suck. Okay, I'm just saying that you suck. <laughs> the Are You Screw podcast. There was like a screw pretty much lodged in my ass the rest of the game. It's not like the quarterback pooped a unicorn. The Are You Screw podcast. Don't bring in whoever he was going to bring in to do whatever, you know. That sounded, that sounded like a really informed take there, right? <laughs> right there, Mike. <laughs> well, what, whatever he's going to do to bring in whoever... The penalty for Jim Delaney bringing Rutgers and Maryland in should be that he has to deliver the chum bucket. Puka Williams doesn't have any toes on one of his feet. What? What? The Are You Screw podcast. What? Bobsicles. What? Bobsicles. At some point you hit the bottom, right? Ready? Here we go. Go for it. Welcome to the Are You Screwed podcast. Very well done. Yeah. Good job. All Woo-hoo. right. Thank you. It was a very simple task. Thank really you. made it sound like she... Uh... Yeah. Very good <laughs> job there. Here. We're going for a live feeling tonight. Uh, I guess we're back. Uh, Are we on? Yeah, we're on. Okay. Live intro there. We're not going to cut anything up. We're just going to gonna, gonna leave Thanks that as Thanks for telling is. me. She did, a, she did a great job with that. It's always good to bring like a live feeling to it. Yeah. No? I don't think we've ever we've done it. Yeah, before. we've never had a live feeling, so sure. I guess yeah. So. yeah. All right. Well, it's Adam. I'm back. Max, you're with us tonight. Hello. Hello. Mike, you're here too. What's up? All right. The wives are here in the background too. We actually have a live audience for this. Yeah. It's pressure. Very nerve Pressure is on. This, this is, is a, weird, right? Like, yeah, there's, yeah. there's actual people that are yeah. listening. They're going to judge us. Not like we we've, we've like already. talked about doing a live podcast before, and it would be like dozens of people, theoretically. Like, two people is, is a lot. Yeah, it's, I'll take it. But I feel like two people even makes it even more. Yeah. Awkward. Like it's a private you know how like um musicians will do private shows like for a lot of money for yeah. like a couple on like their you know, their anniversary. It it almost feels like we're doing that, but it's a really crappy like version of that. It's a peep show. Yeah. It's it's a uh, what? No. <laughs> no. That one didn't land. We're not gonna edit that either. Anyway, welcome back to the R U Screw Podcast. It's been a while as you if you couldn't tell. Um, I guess we actually have some positive stuff to talk about uh for the first time in a while. Mainly uh uh it's What's his name uh, left? A.J. Blazek, right? That's what we're going to talk about first? The football coach? I'm kidding. We're going to talk about Ohio State. You both looked at me like I was crazy there. I, um, I didn't know what happened, to be honest. The, the offensive line coach. He left. That's all you need to know. Oh, okay. Went to North Dakota State. Someone wanted our offensive line coach? I don't know. He's I think, a fighting bison I think he's from, he's from Iowa. Regardless, though, it's, it, basketball is driving the bus. Uh, a top 25 win for Steve Peichel at home at the rack. Um, and as we've talked about before, this podcast kind of started with the idea that we have a fun text chain as a group, um, and maybe you people are interested in actually listening to it, some of you. So probably would be best to go through like our emotions, uh, the ebbs and flows of what happened at the end of that game. Yeah. Um, so who's like our best like dynamic reader? Well, Apparently this... Max called dibs on reading. Well, no, Mike, Mike can read it, because this is actually how Mike experienced the game, because he didn't Yeah, see I didn't get to watch Mike it. Mike experienced it through us texting him during the game. Yeah, the BTN app in San Francisco is not working. I can't blame all of San Francisco either. <laughs> You're, you were the only person trying to log on to the BTN app. <laughs> Here's my thought process. I'm walking the streets of San Francisco last night, and I'm like, oh man, let me try to catch the end of this game. 
apparently something's good is happening, and I'm like, wait, where in the hell would there be a place to watch Rutgers, Ohio State? And then I was like, yeah, no. There probably is, no like, a, a trendy Rutgers bar somewhere in San Francisco. Like a, like a random, like... I really like, don't think so. Like a random tiny bar. I don't know. You can find random things in San Francisco. All right, so, Mike, why don't you go through uh, our, our emotions... Uh, our ba- we have basket case of emotions, right? That's yeah, this is this is from about six oh seven. Glass case of emotions. Six oh seven. Movie. What's that? Glass case of glass emotions. Glass case of from Anchorman. Anchorman. Yeah. Very nice reference. Well, yeah. Six oh seven Pacific time. Pacific time. Right. To six sixteen. A dramatic reading. Not dead yet. They still stink a little. <laughs> They're gonna win. Oh God. <laughs> They're not gonna foul, are they? Ah. Uh, Oh, that was that last one confused me. I don't know if that was a good ah uh, or a bad ah. Uh, so I needed like another text after that. Mike so was like, like, did they win? Did they, did they not win? Uh, so they wind up winning this game, surprisingly, uh, 64-61. Um, overall thoughts being pure shockbacks? Or uh, where well, are you? First, I want to ask, did you see the video that Todd Frazier, former Rutgers uh, baseball player and now on the Mets, that he took from the, the front, front side? Yeah, with his son. Uh, so that was, that was pretty cool. The biggest thing I took from that, I didn't realize this on the broadcast, my God, did Geo Baker push off on that sh- that last <laughs> shot at 62-61. He gave, I don't know who the player was on Ohio State, but he gave him a shove like he was Michael Jordan on Byron Russell in, in, the, in the 98 finals. Like, that was a ridiculous shove that he got away with, but he drilled the shot. Um, and I don't know if I would say I'm shocked that they won. Um, just because, like, we know they can play good enough defense to stick in some games. And, like... It, it really underscore, underscores how crazy the last decade of Rutgers basketball has been and how much they've lost because all you need to do in college basketball is to stick around. Just don't get blown out. <laughs> and sometimes the other team blows it, yeah. which I thought is what happened last night. I didn't think Rutgers really played particularly well in the second well, half. Look at the last three baskets that they made. Montez Mathis, runner. Montez Mathis, runner, but like from a weirder angle. And then Geo step-back jumper, well, push-off. Like, well, We'll get into that's not, we can, that's not replicable. We can get into well, we can get into all that later. But what I was saying was, I didn't think Rutgers really played all that well in that second half. They had some moments. They had a, a nice run early on, but they just didn't blow it. While Ohio State did, they had that. They, they, they How about made the fact that. that when's the last time that down three with like two minutes to go, they go on a six zero run to win a game? Like I, I know Ohio State did not play great, but there has to be some uh, respect given to Rutgers for how they played. And for the first time, for as much fun as I make fun of Steve Michael, and we all do sometimes with the lack of offense, that wasn't a huge issue in the Ohio State game. They made some really good adjustments with the personnel defensively that annoyed Ohio State. Oh, yeah. they, they That zone actually was impressive. It was almost annoying me how much they were going back and forth. <laughs> like, I, I just like, I want to watch them play a defense and see what adjustments they're making play to play, but they were seemingly switching between zone and man. Um, a lot, but I, I'm, not, I'm not here to criticize the way they played in this game. I thought they played okay in that second half, but playing okay when the other team is playing like garbage is a, is something you need to be able to do. And, they did it. and it's something that they haven't done very often, right? Where we've seen in the past where the other team will play like garbage and Rutgers will play like a lower form of garbage. But to, in that game, they did enough at the end to win. Uh, they played good enough defense. They knocked down the shots that they had to. Yeah, Mike, you're right. A lot of those shots are not replicable. Uh, Shaq Dorson had this uh, beautiful oh, baseline hook. <laughs> baby hook. That <laughs> I don't think 
Um, he can replicate. Uh, and Mount has Mathis made like every runner. Geo Baker scored like 13 points in three minutes in the first half. And then didn't score much for the rest of the game, but he made a lot of like ridiculous he was clutch, shots. Though. But sometimes you just gotta stick around. Don't get blown out. Play good enough defense. Right. Um, and they did that. They stuck around. But I think even if the shots aren't replicable, it's good that they're taking them and they're willing to kind of like push it that way. If that makes well, sense. Well, Mike, Mike texted us last, you know, after the win, and was like, "Why did they not take as many threes that they have been?" And it wasn't because they were just trying to force it down low either. Like they actually ran offensively at times. Like, for the first time all year, they were running transition offense. Well, I think one thing, obviously big thing that happened in the game was Eugene Omaruya getting hurt. Right. And I guess we don't really have the exact details of what... Well, dislocated knee. Okay, so that was, so yeah, that was yeah. the same thing. Same injury last as last year. Right. He basically has two options. Well, you can miss either between two weeks and a month, which he missed two weeks. They usually say it takes a month. Or apparently there is, like, a surgery route he can go and just, just call it a year if he wanted to. Not saying he's going to. Hey, that, would, that, but, would, that would be interesting. Because remember last year when he when he had that injury, I, I think we were all like, oh, so he's out for the year. And right. then like we, we didn't really know. We didn't have a lot of details as to what was going on. And it's on. probably not good, by the way, that he came back within two weeks last year because now everybody's like, oh, it's just going to be another two weeks. Right. I mean, you hear, like, we have no I, idea. But the, the, the funny thing was last year we were like, really, he's coming back? I thought yeah. like I thought he was gone. Like and and But I think that really kind of changed things. Um, I'm not going to say that they're better without Eugene Omaria because yeah, that's it, ridiculous. Right. But I will say this. The offense opened up. Well, th- there's that. But I, but I think that one of the things that happened this season is that they just kind of defaulted to Eugene Omaria being the, you know, one of the go-to guys <laughs> on offense. I didn't think that when he... He's put up some nice counting stats this year. Uh, I don't have them exactly. He was leading in points per game and rebounds per game. Right. And like he, he's, he has put up some nice stats and he is a, he is a, a, a good player. But I think he was always miscast as like the guy who should have the ball on his hands on offense and on a young the team. The entire team is. But well, they're okay. Yes, but I Excellent think. Excellent point. Mike. I, yes. Okay. <laughs> but I think that when he went out, it it forced really, especially Montez Mathis and Ron Harper Jr. into guys that have the ball more. It's an offense that is predicated on okay, well. Someone's got to make a play because right, there's right. no, there's not a lot of motion, there's not a lot of shot creation, sure. and so so many times this year that guy has been Eugenio Marie, and now that it couldn't be him, other guys were getting more opportunities. Well, you brought up a good point in in our chain too. There actually was some shot creation finally because of the way they they were switching on the way the screens up top had to be done without Omarui actually forced them to go move the ball a little bit differently and create some better shots. So I, my other thing too is. Again, I, I always love this. I don't know if you guys found this funny, right? They win that signature win. This is like the, the signature win. Like, if we're a year from now talking about how this is a signature win of the Steve, like, again, every year you have to increase that signature win if you start from the bottom. So, like, I, I don't want to overstate how important this win was. It was – it erased a really, really bad month of basketball, and the, the fans finally, like – Good for them. No, but fans yeah. here have been unbelievable. They deserve to see something good happen in front of their their eyes. But I think here's where we call BS on this. Like, I feel like in college basketball, every bad team basically has like a broken clock type of win. You know, where like stuff just happens. <laughs> blind, and you win. blind scroll finds <laughs> yeah, it out. like I that just you. happens. I was hoping to make it to the ten minute mark before we uh, before we started negging the game. We I'm not, bar- I'm we not barely negging. came underneath. I'm not barely. negging, but like I think it was a great win. Obviously. <laughs> For sure. I'm just like, I don't know what you make out of it. It's not like oh. you can be like, oh, this is program defining. This is program changing. Well, like, it just happens. Bad, 
media <laughs> above average college basketball teams lose on the road just because there's so much mediocrity out there. Yes, it happens. Yeah. Let's not make too much out of it. Okay, I'm not. Wasn't I'm not. Believe sure. me. If you want to go look, if you want to go get drunk and celebrate this win like crazy, go for it. Believe me, you know I am. Not I'm sure the Rutgers guy, fans did. You know I am not the guy to overreact to you know beating a ranked team. I mean, Freddie Freddie Hill. Uh, remember they beat Villanova in Pittsburgh. And it was back to back. back, back to back. Uh, uh, Mike Rice beat Florida. How did that happen? You like eighth rank. You you uh, you Florida. Florida. Wait, Mike was Coburn. that? Yeah, yeah. Well, they, and I'm talking about the player, the, Fred the Hill. player of the week did in one of the, America. Did one Mike of those Eddie, did one of those Eddie Jordan teams beat um, UConn? I don't UConn. Remember. Not, they, they but just, well, they, they beat was, they beat Wisconsin. I don't think those Eddie teams could have beaten a ranked D two team. But the, they beat Wisconsin. Well, I feel without like every Frank time Kinsky. we do this, where Max like brings up something, we say he's definitely wrong. He's actually right. So uh, the, theoretically, they beat they beat UConn. I don't I, care I, if they I, did or you not. You know what? I can, I can act, I can actually um, envision our, our friend of the pod, Danny, uh, texting us right now to let us know whether or not Eddie Jordan <laughs> As did if we could fix this live. You know, he he already reached for his phone by this point, and he's and he's texting us. How about? Uh, but uh, the the most another very calm, easygoing court storm. Was it? A, is it? It did, was the court storm. I actually just it rewatched impress, it. Did it impress you enough that over winter break they actually had enough students there to court storm? Uh, you know, like okay. court like walk down the stairs okay. to kind of beat the traffic. Okay, like, picking on them. Okay, so you know. No, no, I'm not picking on them. I'm, I'm, <laughs> look, I can't believe anyone was there, period. Do Kudos guys, to you guys. Do you guys remember toaster strudels? Yeah. Like as a Okay. Knockoff Pop-Tarts. Right. Well, they were no, not knockoff. They were different. different. They were different. Okay. Mike's getting so, out of because of food. Um, you would you would put it in the toaster. Yeah. Um, and you there's like this little packet of ice in the right, game with it. And you pack mm-hmm. a little bit, a little. you'd poke a little hole in it, and you'd just kind of squeeze it out and yeah, slowly yeah. put it on the toaster strudel. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what happened. That, right. That's how they came out of the court last it's night. A very polite they just kind of slowly came out of the toaster strudel <laughs> frosting bed. Well, I think what happened is probably like... How long did you think of that? I just, I just thought of it. <laughs> they're the, like the students that were there, they're like, oh, crap, we're going to beat the number 16 team in the country let's let's do a court storming and then they look around and they're like oh we don't have to hurry I actually, we could just take our time i actually think friend of the pod james cratch is accredited with the court storm he like tweeted at the like riot squad leader and i think like they weren't even thinking about it before like james did it so credit to james for the media but, but, but we made it seem like we have a lot of friends i think those are the only two friends of the pod danny uh, and james yeah do we have any other friends of i the think pod? so Steve? we can call sarge Okay, yeah. I don't know about Steve. I, Steve. I feel like Steve's a little on off with us. Steve like Steve Politi. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not to name drop. Yeah. Well, I'm saying that like the people listening don't know. So yes, yeah, Steve. Like some people know, and some people like who is Steve? <laughs> Very generic. I like. It was, what were you talking about? We're talking about uh, was the game like? Well, you really toaster strudels. Well, we were talking about toaster strudels. Yes. Um, we can talk about that uh, a little bit later. Do you like the way? How about the fact of that they're now going to have to like. The freshmen are playing. It's it's nice. Yeah. It's like McConnell is actually, I think, better and a little bit more talented than maybe we thought. Montez Mathis, I, I don't talented. Get, talented. Um, they're gonna. Shaq Carter is getting rebounds and has a knack to score close to the rim, which is nice for a big guy. Geo Baker still probably has to do a little bit too much and goes silent at times. I like. Is it one of those we are who we thought or they are who we thought they were type? Geo Baker is such a weird player. Like when he goes and he's cooking and he's he's creating space, like this guy can't be stopped, and then he'll just disappear for twenty minutes. Like it's I don't know if he's tired. It's weird, right? I mean, I thought defensively Ohio State did a much better job in the second half because I he still does not drive to the hoop enough. His 
you pretty much understand his move after you see it three times as a defender. It's the the fake James Harden step back that isn't as good without as much range. And if you're not going to drive and create your own bucket, then they're not going to respect. But, that by the way, he was point. awesome defensively last he, night. Yes. He was awesome. Yes, and it was it was good to see him play a full game where even though he wasn't great offensively in the second half, he he didn't sulk or, or anything along those lines. And uh, one thing we we like to rip on Danny a lot, and maybe he st- stole this idea from our texting last night. The win was not about effort, people. Effort had nothing to do with last night. They finally played some actual basketball. That's why they won the game. If you listen to this podcast and you think college basketball wins are about effort, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast. Okay. (laughs) Last night, I don't know how well they really played overall. Because I think from a shot quality perspective, Ohio State won the game. Like, Ohio State missed a lot of open shots. Rutgers made a lot of contested shots. But they played well enough. Right, that's what like, like, they, they, they they played they, they played well enough. Um, so, I, like, Mike was trying to get us here, but I, I think it's important not to get too far ahead of... Like, I don't really know... It's one win, right? Like, No, people love it. Yeah. Like, the, the, the basketball fans have been clamoring for this just so that they can... Go and right away on Twitter, I saw it. This is why Steve Peichel has more a bigger lease than, than Chris Ash. The like, guys, we get it. Like, let's not compare the two sports right now. I don't think either are in the best place. That's a really but, low bar to like try to compare. Look, you know, we're better than Chris Ash, the guy who just went one and eleven, and everyone thought should have been fired. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a, it's a great win. Feel awesome for the players. Feel even better. I think the, again, I, I keep hammering home. Three sellouts this year already. The fan base has been absolutely phenomenal. They got fifty three hundred for that game against Ohio State. Like good, good for everybody. That's good. We yeah. we joke all the time about like you need that moment as a student in football. Storm the court, do something, remember it. Like I know it wasn't. It, it would have been great if that win came against either St. John's or Michigan State when it really was a packed house and full of students. But you know what? Let can't, beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, right but this now. was like a, that was awesome. This was like a lifeline type of win, like. They needed this to just like you make someone care you didn't about want basketball. To, you again. didn't want to go like zero and seven, zero and eight, if, and then people start yeah. talking about, oh, you're going to go maybe zero and twenty. And right. 10 if they 20. had gotten blown out in this game, it, it would have been. You would have just. It would have been like, oh, where is this going? Because I know Maryland, look, Maryland, Ohio State are good, but they're not even like yeah, they're the not best teams in the conference. Yeah, right. So I, I mean, I, I love it. Um, let, let me ask you guys something, yeah. just because I admittedly only watched the last three minutes of this, and that was like five minutes before this podcast started. Um, I saw Montez Mathis getting kind of those opportunities on the ball, driving into the lane, taking those you know floaters, which probably not a high percentage shot, but it is what it is. Considering the where like this team is this year, why isn't Pykele just trying to get more opportunities for him to just push it, even if it's just to get reps, even if it's like low probability outcomes? I think they are now. Yeah, like, I, 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 think, I think. But why did it take that long? Because when you have all of these players and you're trying to figure out how to put them together, like it, it does, it takes time, especially for freshmen to, to, to get acclimated. It's very like, easy for us. I think we we do a very good job, the three of us, especially Max, his basketball IQ is very good in terms of picking out very obvious things that you think a coach should make a change quickly. We do have to give them a little, you know, they do see these guys every single day. They do work oh, on certain for sure. things. So I, I, I just believe that... At some point, like again, give him credit. He didn't play Peter Kiss in the Ohio State game. It was time to to not play Peter Kiss. He did that. I think going forward, 
especially without Omari, I you're going to see, a, a, you know, they're going to rely on a lot of the young guys, and I think you're going to see things like that. And by the way, to Mathis's credit, and a lot of the guys, they went to the foul line a lot early on against Ohio State. They, and they were making them. Yeah. They were making Rutgers basketball was making free throws consistently. How oh you're my. so hyped for made free throws. Because it's been a while. But you said like, you were like, oh, not as many threes. And I was like, they're transition offense and free throws. And you're like, that's no, that's but, a key to win. But I'm not yeah, that's great. Like I'm not a, at all doubting that style of play. It's I was just more like on a very micro level. Like I, I just kind of feel like when you're in a season like Rutgers is this year, and based on uh what we understand, there's some belief going into this year it was a transitional I, year, like I want to take a quick 30 right now because our audience, it'd be nice at some point. <clears throat> if they stop talking? We could take, like, photos. We could put it out online. They're not paying attention. Not at all. I, I figure maybe we get, like, a picture of our setup. And nope, nope, they're still ignoring us right now. So At least they're not flipping this off yet. Media, media timeout is over. They were completely ignoring us at that point. They our, think our we're live still talking audience. on the air. I know. I know. That's my bad. Um, so... Great win. I think we move on from that. We'll see what happens. They've got Minnesota coming up. Nice thing is, we don't have to wait a week every time. Before. That was weird for that one month, a one game a week. Yeah, it was actually very yeah. annoying basketball. I, I, didn't, I didn't like it. One thing, I do, one thing I do want to mention, uh, we, we haven't really talked about Ron Harper Jr. Um, I liked the way he played. There was, a, there was one possession where, he, I think there was one time where he took like three shots in a row. He kind of channeled his inner Peter Kiss and was like, I'm throwing up every <laughs> shot here. Um, but he played well. I mean, he's obviously like their... I mean, he's like their energy guy, right? Because, like, yeah. Omaruyi was kind of thrown into the, the lead guy, and he's, like, Ron Harper Jr. will get jacked up about every play. Um, and so so that's kind of cool to see. Um, he was playing more of kind of like a, a 3-4. And that's um, when his he best was on position the, right which is Which is easily his best position. Um, but, like, I don't necessarily love the style that Steve Peichel's trying to play. I have made that. Oh, very, shocker. I've made that very clear over the wow. years. I have. Like, I have, I've always wanted to play the small lineup. I wanted to see the Sean Freeman play the five- uh, for like 20 minutes a game last year because when we saw it against Seton Hall in Indiana, it was great. But um, as much as I don't want to see this style, it seems like he's got some of the players who I don't know if they're talented or how talented they are, but it seems like they can play his style. This is what he's going to want. J- Miles Johnson, Shaq Dorson, uh, Shaq Carter, these guys playing big minutes, a lot, you know, often playing together. And, you know, if, and, if, and, if Steve Peitel's going to work here, this is how it's going to work. Right. They're going to grind it out. And uh, it's, again, not necessarily how I want the team that I root for to play. But if it works, like... And give credit okay. to Dorson, too. Defensively, he did play well. Uh, Wesson, he pretty much shut him down at some key moments. So good for good for Shaq, or, or Shaq 2 squared, whatever we want to call it. <laughs> Shaq. Um, so none of us were there. It leads us to, I think, something that we wanted to have some fun with tonight. Um, we have... Had some fun, picked on. Also, I guess giving kudos to the uh, the marketing department at Rutgers. A lot of those times are our, here. Those are our, you know that's our that's our family. Yeah, right it's there. it's fun. We like to have some fun with it. Um, so they once you buy tickets once to Rutgers, they will hound you and and try and get a hold of you. Now their uh, their tactics may not be um, as smooth or, I guess, kind of as inviting. And maybe Max can fill us in more on that. Uh, but I received, because I bought you tickets. Got one? I did not get a, a phone call. But what I have received is a survey that they want you to fill out as a fan. Because I bought tickets, aside from the season tickets that uh, my family has, to the Maryland game. They've already got you hooked. They don't need to call you. They do. But I feel like, I mean... We might as well fill this out together and submit it from the RU Screw podcast. Let's, like, right? I mean, why not? It, Let's go. You know, I don't know how long this is, so I just opened it up. 
And if, if it gets boring, just let me know. Um, we'll try and no, go. I think this will be good. Uh, are, are you a Rutgers fan, visiting fan? We're a Rutgers fan. Well, wait, but we have an opportunity to put something in a box. So we want to put visiting fan, are you screw podcast? <laughs> okay, visiting fan. Well, but then maybe that could change the next couple of pages, though. I don't, I'm not sure okay. if this survey are is all that sophisticated. Pod for visiting team there, fan. Wait, there are multiple pages to this? I How long so. is this thing going to be? Let's see. Uh, I'm just going to keep filling some things out. For, I want Max, while well, I'm trying to pre read this, this no, before no, no, we it's, did it on air. Live, it's so much better. Oh, this is so much better and more incompetent. How do we buy our, my tickets? I, I, I bought them online. Um, let's get to some good stuff. Come on, come on. I uh, don't need. Uh, oh, on a scale of zero to ten, uh, how likely are you to recommend attending a men's basketball game to a friend? Zero being uh, not likely at all, ten being extremely light, likely. How much do I like my friends? Is a better question. Imagine putting a zero on this. Like that, like, I would probably put a zero. Maybe on Maybe a one. Why would I recommend to any of my friends to go to that to go to a Rutgers men's basketball game? Okay, so Mike, your answer is zero. If I'm being truthful, um, yeah. Be truthful. I mean, Max. Five? Like, five. Yeah, okay, I, I was going to go four. So does that equal a, like a three? That's a, yeah, that's a three. three. That's a three. Three. Read a three. <laughs> Math, live on air. Zero plus five plus four divided by three. Journalism, that's baby. Three. Yeah. Um, this, doesn't, this doesn't matter here. We're going to go to the next one. Uh, come on, ask us some good stuff here. See, this is like the phone stuff. You're not asking like good questions. They didn't ask any good questions. No, that, 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 segment, that was it. <laughs> that segment was a flop. Wow. That did not work. Okay. We're not cutting that, this. That like well. Yeah, yeah. The survey is taken. <laughs> All I right. Hope, I hope Rutgers Let's move on to enjoys, the next part of this thing. Enjoy, what is the next part of this, by the way? I think we were going to have... Keep, I think we should keep drowning, actually. Is what oh, I think God. We do. I think I'm going to quit the podcast. Some things, some things work, some things don't, guys. All right. So you got a phone call, Max. I've gotten many phone calls. You How um, many... Do you know how many phone calls you've gotten? I want to say it's three because... Uh, how many well, tickets did you I, buy? I have a... Um, I kind of have a unique view into this. So, like... Rutgers has a, a, they're essentially telemarketers. They call them inside sales reps, but they, they call people, right? If you've ever bought tickets yeah. or thought about buying tickets or Google search Rutgers basketball, they might have your information. Yeah. Um, and so they, you know, they need to sell tickets. I have a sort of unique perspective on this because I had their job right. with the New York Jets when, when they moved into MetLife Stadium. So I was and that was call- a similarly bad job. Yeah, a similarly bad job. And so like, I know that it's it been pre-Rex. Because no, pre- after Rex. That was a pretty good job. No, it was during Rex. Oh, okay. So, so it, that's it, fine. No, it, you were selling winning. No. Well, it, I mean, you were selling the well, Jets. We were sell- so you were no, selling winning. What we were selling were PSLs that no one wanted to buy. The point being that I know the kind of monotony in this job, and okay. like you're, you're just kind of like you're just leaving like 120 voicemails, yeah. and no one like they see your number, it either pops up Jets or this unknown number. People don't answer that, yeah. And so you have to you leave you have a script, and you're leaving like you're gonna leave a voicemail, um, and so this is the um, the Google Voice translation of the voicemail that I was left. Hey, Max, how's it going? This is Blank with Rutgers Athletics. Hope you enjoyed your holiday. Wanted to follow up the voicemail I left you last a few a few weeks ago. Looks like, it came, looks like it came out to a few Rutgers basketball games here in the past few seasons. So I wanted to learn a little bit more about your experience on game day at the Rack as well as that. You know about our awesome opportunities to get you out to a few games that are at a discounted rate. Who's going to answer this voicemail? It's not even done yet. Like, okay. I don't know with all the big teams coming up is definitely a bunch of games. You definitely not going to miss out on so give me a call back. 
Okay, this I think your Google voice this, is this, drunk. Okay, this isn't obviously the voicemail the guy left me. Um, I love to cut more now, than Now, I will call you back if you leave a drunk voicemail <laughs> from the ticket office. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is what we need. We need. We would need a, a drunk voicemail. Can I try um, to, can I like, just this is off the top of my head riffing. Can I call you and see if I can con- convince you to buy more Rutgers basketball I, well, tickets? I have an, oh, Rope Light. We're back to Rope Light. Um, I have, and you all laughed about but, the future. I, 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 have, I, have I have another voicemail. I have another voicemail uh, from him that I really wanted to. I wanted to read this part of it, Adam, because you actually had a funny quip about this. So, uh, same deal. This is Blank with Rutgers Athletics giving you a call today because I saw you came out a few games in the past. Blah, 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 blah. I'd love to discuss our promotion that we have going on that lets you get up to four games for only the price of three. Like, what? Come on. That can't be the promotion. We talked about this on the <laughs> other episode. Games. First of all, do one of two things. A, totally cool. If you want to call... <laughs> me wasted from the RU ticket office, I'm interested in picking that phone call up. Right. So that's number one. Number two, like Max said, we talked about with the promotions. If you're going to call, leave a voicemail, be like, this is so-and-so from Rutgers Athletics. Do you want to see a donkey show at halftime? I'm calling you back. I don't care about anything else. Don't tell me that I'm going to give you four games for the price of three. I barely want to go to one. Okay, and and I want to say again, I have a unique perspective. I know how bad this job is or how monotonous this job is, and I know that like it's it's hard to keep up the enthusiasm. Do you get fired, you get fired if you go off script? No, it's like, you don't have to stay on script, but the thing is they give you like the good salespeople like I was, you 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 make up your own. But Humble they, but brag. The, but no, but they but they give you kind of this template that you're supposed to use, and people use it. I don't know if at Rutgers you have to use the the same template, um, but like. It's not about the sale. It's like this is the the strat. Like this is how you're trying to get people right, to go out to games. Like, Mike, you've got it. All right, all right. Let me try. Let me Let's try. Let's all get into character here. <laughs> okay. Max, you are uh, you have bought tickets. Mike works for the uh, Rutgers ticket office here. Uh, a lot of pressure on yeah, you yeah. with the live audience. Yeah. Still looking on. Um, convince Max that he should come out to some Rutgers basketball games. All right. Now let's imagine your phone ringing. You pick up. It's a, Make the phone ring. Bring, bring, bring. Hello. Hi, Mr. Sheener. Uh, yes. This is Steven from uh, Rutgers Athletics. How are you today? Uh, I'm very well. How are you? Happy New Year. You, uh, a little late for that, isn't it? It's you know. Ah, it's never too late to celebrate, Mr. Sheener. You are you are quite the chipper mood today, sir. Did you see our win Wednesday night? That was a big win for our Scarlet Knights. I did. Steve Peichel is really turning this program around. I think it's time you got to be a part of it. <laughs> well, I, you know, no. Mr. Sheena, do you like churros? Yeah. Everyone loves churros. Do you have churros at the rack? I don't no, but I just want to know if you like churros. <laughs> I think they actually might have churros at the rack. They, they're just cold and, you know. Let me tell you something. In the very near future, a sleeping giant will awake. And when Godzilla comes and attacks this country, where do you want to be? You want to be at a Rutgers men's basketball game. He's never going to find you there. I am I am very confused and uh, a little bit scared of the way you're going with this call, sir. Mr. Sheener, do you like being at home? My last, my name is Shiner. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. It was spelled the wrong way in our database. I, I, I apologize. I'm sorry. Mr. Sheener, do you... <laughs> Can we just fuck this? is so bad. <laughs> we have to stop. We have to stop. This is so bad. 
that. We're not editing. Oh, we're absolutely not editing it. But I did. We yeah, I mean, I, I can't. I'm like, I, I, I kept it going for another forty because it was so bad. I kept it going, and I, I thought it would be entertaining. Thought I was gonna hook you with the. You thought Mike was gonna come up with something. No, no, no. I didn't think he was gonna. I, I was drowning. Like, but it was worth a try. No, no, it's fine. I kept it going for longer because I wanted it to get worse, but I just couldn't handle it anymore. I think I should accomplish. The experimental <laughs> nature of this live podcast is that it may end up being our worst one yet. No, I loved it. That's what? good, I thought. Bullshit. We, uh, we gave some really good basketball analysis. We gave, we, we uh, had some stuff at the beginning. We talked about uh, Todd Frazier. Like, we, we, we did that. I Where think. else are we going? What else are we talking about on this pod? I want to go back to the fact that, like, I'm, I'm in on this, like, the, the ticket talk. Ticket talk? Is it? This is, is, that the name of our, is that the name of our podcast? Ticket talk. Ticket talk. Ticket talk with the R. No, I, I mean like, don't call and offer the like, four for three deal. That is just that's just. Well, is it like not... the Mets uh, like ticket sales reps who try to somehow like, shame Mets fans into buying more? I don't know. I would just I would call and find like your your unique angle. Like, just don't be bland about it. If it's uh, you know like. Michigan coming to the rack, like, call me up and be like, don't you freaking hate those annoying, like, Michigan fans, like, like, like. What do you guys think, what do you guys think of a Rutgers ticket sales um, call that, like, just kind of ignores Rutgers basketball? That just focuses on all the good teams coming to the rack and tries to convince you to buy tickets that way. Go for it. I think that's I kind of they. they like, they, is that kind of do that with some of their advertisers? They're kind of doing that. They're like, oh, so and so numbers, you know, fifteen is coming to the rack. Don't you want to be there? They're kind of selling the opponents at times. Just like kind of be like, guys, you do you like college basketball? Do you want to see good teams? Come to the rack, Michigan. Coming, best, coming best, this February. Our best idea was the drunk sales calls. Drunk sales calls, and like just like every time, just say, do you want to see a donkey at halftime? And let's let's see what happens. I mean, they're getting eight thousand people for right. Like, they don't even need. They to. don't need this. Yeah, I don't. I'm, the the. I mean, they want to sell tickets for all of the games. They want to sell you four for the price of three, um, is what they want to do. Um, but this kind of just turned into the Rutgers marketing uh, show again. I liked it. I think yeah. this has been been going. Can we stop for Rutgers for a little bit? Do we need to talk much more Rutgers? We don't need to go uh, much longer than this. Um, the. One of the things was oh the billboard. Remember we talked about that that billboard they put. Oh up? yeah, um, that was oh well that. I feel up. like all we do is kind of like talk about and rip the Rutgers advertising <laughs> marketing. <laughs> I, I, no, I love the. Idea. I feel bad for those guys at this point. What I are love, we doing? I love the idea of the billboard. Um, I just didn't love like what they put up because like it, people noticed it. Right, but Max is referring to the Ru- oh, Rutgers has placed yeah. random billboards throughout kind of the, where the few major bowl sites were, mm-hmm. and it just says it's got a big R helmet and it says birthplace of college football. And then there was a big article that came out, somewhat I guess because people were making fun of it. They called Rutgers. Rutgers actually did a nice explanation yeah. of why they were thinking about doing this. I like the idea. I love the idea. It's just that like I think and people noticed it. But the reaction was, oh, it was like they didn't even spend a lot of time making fun By of Rutgers. Way, it was like, it, oh, okay. Is it any better? Is it more Rutgers in the fact that next year, 150th anniversary, and Rutgers is not playing on the weekend of the 150th <laughs> anniversary? You, that is just so Rutgers right there. November 9th, Rutgers bye week to win. Yeah, what's going on? Is it too late to book Princeton for that week? No, they're playing at Yan- no because they're playing at Yankee Stadium that week. So who are they playing? I think Dartmouth, Dartmouth yeah. or something like that. We can't buy that game out like 
How about like, instead of you can't pay another person. coach a buyout. You can't pay them because of like the whole Ivy League rule oh, and everything. God. So, <laughs> and they would never want to. I never know who they can pay in college sports anymore. Yeah. Never the players, but I don't know who else. To, uh, quick random note. Hey. So we're watching the Ohio State game. <laughs> My wife and I are watching the Ohio State game. I'm sitting. She's her, listening now. I'm making her sit through it. Yeah, part of the live audience. And we were going. It was towards the end of the game, and she's like. So these guys get paid, right? And I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm like, You're, I'm like, we're not getting into this. Right you know, now. we'll listen to the podcast. And listen well, to we the should facts. do one these one these days is kind of get like someone who's not at all familiar with college sports and just try to explain My to wife. them and make the argument why players don't get paid and just like have them take that in for the first time. Because I, I imagine like trying to lay out that argument to a layperson is like would be mind-boggling. Well, they pay them with classes <laughs> and, like, free trips to Broward. <laughs> but right. I, then, so I explained that at first, you know, about the scholarship, and, and my wife was like, oh, well, that's kind, and I go, oh, boy, now I'm going to have to crush you with all this stuff. Like, you're <laughs> that's falling, kind. I like that. You're falling in line with everybody here. I'm like, don't make me do this right now. I'm like, they're they're down three right now, and I got some money on this. Let's let this be. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't... But back to the co- just random college football stuff. Something that I don't know why I envision this now. Uh, this is a big uh, transfer portal time of the year. I'm very into the transfer portal. Yeah, why is it called that? It's, it's, it, it sounds like you like go in there and yeah. then like you're immediately. You tra- no, you go into the transfer portal, right? And you're like it's it's you're Being you're at Ohio Scottish. State, and there's like a part of their campus where you walk into the transfer portal, and all the guys just kind of stand there. And then as soon as you decide where to go. Like, you're immediately transported you're there through a series yeah. of you're, tubes, you're right? You're sucked in there and you just get, yeah. Very important transfer portal note. Um, Tate Martell, the Ohio State quarterback, is now in the transfer portal. Do you know his first name? No. It's in it Tate? No. <laughs> it's short. What it's is short it? for Tate, something. Tater? Close. Trivia brought to you by Tate. Tate. Do you know what it is? No, Taterio? Tathan. <laughs> like Nathan? Oh, I don't want to say what I'm thinking right now, so just let's keep talking. <laughs> That's not a name. Tathan Martell. It's like Nathan with a T. Yeah. If he did, like, if he, um, what if he transferred here and he could do, like, some sort of promotional thing? I guess he couldn't with Martell's Tiki Bar down at uh, Point Pleasant. That is kind of. I don't think he could. I don't think. I don't think he would come here. I don't think they would let him come. Would they let him? No, they well, wait, conference transfer rule or whatever it is. Or would? Well, yeah, they, I'm sure Ohio they State can, would waive it for him to go to Rutgers. They're like, you sure? <laughs> like, we want to stop you from like yourself, Tathan. Are you sure? Do you think Jalen Hurts is going to consider coming to Rutgers? Probably. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, I he goes. What, yeah. I, I want to. I know what the good life's like. I've been at Bama for three years. <laughs> let me, go to let the me know what the opposite people, is like. like. People were asking, like, what's the uh, grad transfer from? Uh, is it uh, some, something uh, Bush from Notre Dame? Oh, Brandon Wimbush. Wimbush. Is that real or is that just no, kind of like people are like fan oh, fiction? He's from, he's from here. Yeah, I know, but he's gonna have one year and he's gonna spend that one year as a grad transfer. <laughs> what? Maybe <laughs> there's a program. This is just as dumb as the people who were like, what's his name? The Buffalo quarterback, Tyree Jackson. Oh, yeah. I was the same way, but I knew he wasn't. Cut, like, but he came out of the transfer portal. He's now into the NFL. He Transferred into portal. the NFL draft. Oh, I love that the portal thing. It's just I just I'm like I'm I'm expecting like Mortal Kombat. Like you get into the transfer portal, and it's like finish him. Like, as soon as there's a there's a there's a whoosh when you yeah. enter the transfer portal. That's yeah. awesome. I don't know. It's I'm I'm all good with the transfer portal stuff. There was um, something else that I wanted to get to. And I I'm completely blank, blanking on it. Right uh, now. We talked about the we did the survey, which kind of flopped. We did. Can we talk about how different this podcast is during basketball season than during football oh, season? We got Football season, we're so regimented. We got things to talk about. Basketball season, we're like, guess ah, what other shit you guys want to talk about? I think this is better. Yeah, I like this. I like that. You know, we we again, we gave some serious basketball insight that you're not going to hear anywhere else. Here, you so, know what? I want to bring this up on air. Okay. Because we've been talking about it behind the scenes, and I, you know, people are listening. I want to know what they think. I want this podcast 
to be really the only place out there that is doing serious analysis of Rutgers basketball. We do it on the podcast, obviously. I think we should add a component kind of like on Twitter, maybe on Instagram, doing some analysis of plays that they're running, kind of like a little film breakdown. You can't really, you know, James Cratch is on, I think he's on the wrestling beat now this winter. You know, obviously, sure, whatever. I will never watch a wrestling match game thingy, whatever. I've watched wrestling with you before. No, no, no. Professional wrestling, yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> Olympic style wrestling, no. Um, I think it would be a good idea. I think it would be good for us. I think it would increase our audience. You guys are against it. Um, I would like mm. for the audience listening at home. Would you be interested in that's that? That's not. That's not. That's not it. This is the Mike has an idea, and Adam and Max probably have to pick up the legwork on it. So we don't want to. Do yeah. It. You. Yeah. Mike, yeah. But. You're not even watching so, the games. Well, that's why I'm not going to be doing the so, breakdowns. So you want us to watch, so that we want us to, it's really for you. Really, you want us to break it down for you. No, I think, I, it, I think it would be very good for us, and it would really expand our audience, if there was somewhere to go where people could see unbiased, like, quality analysis so of Rutgers basketball. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to bring up an idea on air yeah. that we probably won't do. But and if there's so enough we'll clamoring for it, we'll start doing it. We've done this like six times this year. We still haven't done anything. So sure, Rob, I'm just gonna say sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go. Let's go. We'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll leave it to the next time. Just like we're like, I'm not, oh, we'll I'm do not, every other I'm not week against and it. We wind I, up not doing. I that. honestly don't even know how to make like a. How, how do people make those videos? Oh, I'll show you. It's, it's very quickly. easy. Very easy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I believe in you. You're a competent young man. It just seems like a lot of work. I also don't know. Like I know well, about I know you're ba- work averse. I know about basketball, but I'm not oh. like all about like the basketball vernacular. Like I don't know what I'm talking about. That's what I wanted to bring up. Basketball vernacular. Greg's out of oh, a job. Wait, how did that remind you of Greg I no, no, I was just thinking. My I, mind works in weird ways. No, I, no, my mind works. You bring up an idea, I ignore and kind of black out and go into my own little hole there. Um, you must be a great husband. That's debatable. <laughs> Again, live audience says no. I heard you drop some mushroom guts on the kitchen floor. Yes, I made yeah. a mess on the kitchen floor. The other I want cookies here. My wife's here. Jamal Westerman gets cookies. She doesn't. No, she, no, he didn't. Get no, he didn't. Get oh, he didn't. Get he complained. Yeah. She should get cookies. cookies. So we're pretty much in line with what we usually do. Um, Shiano. Yeah, I don't know. Does Greg Shiano get cookies if he comes? He would not. Like, does he like cookies? Where does he go? Does he go to the NFL? Ah, uh, like as a. Or does he just he, take a year could, off? Well, he would get people like a defensive. Back oh, he's done this before, right? Like he had the year off after he got fired in Tampa Bay. Seriously, gut reaction: Is he back with the? <laughs> I could see him next as, like, year, like a. Like some sort of what, what's one of those like kind of BS coaching? No, jobs? no, no, like no, no, no. At Rutgers. Next oh, year. Rutgers. Oh, I thought, after oh, I thought you were saying like, I was going to say like, I mean, 2019 is 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 this the listen, Bill, is this the Bill Snyder moment? If he doesn't have God. a like if he doesn't have a like a really good job next year, which is to say DC at a top level college football, but program, there's only so many guys that will hire. But, but listen, but listen. If he doesn't have a you know really good job, hey, Clay Travis will make sure he never gets a job. <laughs> yes, well that fraud, but. Um, doesn't that put a lot of pressure, just him kind of being out there in the wind, like, oh, as, as the next football season goes? In two oh, seconds. Like, Greg Shadow's still very much like the Rutgers. He is the only guy who has ever really done anything here. Like, is that a rumor? <laughs> I, think, I think Frank Burns had some years back in the day. Okay, well, sorry, I wasn't around for the Frank Burns <laughs> Which days. Which then turned I'm, into I'm my... Here, I'm here for I, the struggle next my, year, and people are going to be like, I'm just Let's saying, like... This. How many, how many message board posts start with, like, is it time to bring Greg back? I can see, like, a, a, is a Greg, Would Greg come back? I think we've all been asking that since, like, February 2012. Like, what were January? Whenever he left. Because <laughs> we need some damn entertainment. Because the, the football program is disastrous, and you're getting no entertainment value out of it. At least just 
Greg back would be just so enjoyable from just a humorous. But they'd also be good. Nah, I, I don't know about that. I think he's. If I had to make a prediction, I don't yeah. think he's coming back. I'd love him to come Me back. Either. My prediction would be he rebuilds his career and eventually becomes a pretty good NFL defensive coordinator. Right. I think. I think that's how he's going to rebuild. I think fair. he'll have some. Well, big, like quality control coach for the Patriots will work his way up, and I think he'll. I think that's where he'll end up. NFL defensive coordinator. He'll never get a head coaching job, if, obviously. If Brian Flores takes this, I think he's up for the Dolphins job. Patriots need a DC. I would he go right to DC? I mean, I know Belichick, Belichick. loves him, but like, well, if he's got nothing else out there, I'm saying, would he go right to that? Would he? He wouldn't have to like start as like a defensive back. Like, he? Why would he do that? Like, but I'm not saying know who he, Greg Schiano is. But I'm saying, like, do you? Is he that highly regarded in in like the? I guess he, he was a head coach. I don't know. He was a former NFL head coach. It didn't. I mean. It didn't go okay, particularly well. That's well. why nobody's gonna hire him to be an NFL and, head coach. Again. I know this wasn't his fault. Didn't the Bucks get all like? In, wasn't there a Mercer situation? Yeah, yeah. Big Mercer issue. Yeah, yeah. and it, like I don't <laughs> obviously that's not his fault, but the whole Tom Coughlin thing. Oh right, I, you know what? I never had a problem when yeah, uh, at the end either. of Buck a Bucks Giants game, the Giants were kneeling it out, and the Bucks linemen were like diving yeah. at the the well, Giants. Well, trying offensive to pick lineman. between like the the haughtiness of Tom Coughlin and the kind of like. Momentary aggressiveness of Greg Schiano. You, you just can't. You can't pick. Which yeah, it was like in that it, moment. It was like trying to figure out who to root for in the national title, like Saban or yeah. Dabo. These are my two choices. So no, he doesn't come back. Max says, "I, I, I want Listen, listen. Why would Pat, he's coming back? Why would Pat Hobbs hire Greg Schiano? He's no, hiring his boss. He shouldn't. That's what I mean. It would be unless he's so unbelievably desperate. Like you're hiring a guy who's more popular than you are, who, more, who most likely will, Michael, in the minds of many, why just you, like. Why are you looking at this logically? <laughs> Can't you just give me something to have some fun with? I'm I told trying you, to make. I'm trying to let you make the argument for it. I told you we'd beat Penn State. That was my, that was my giving you some hope. It's not going to be here. I don't think we're getting Shiano. Damn. Yeah, you're very convinced that one day Rutgers football will be. Penn we will. State we soon. will. Rutgers will absolutely. I think if they had the 2017 team, they could have beaten Penn State this year. Wait, what? If it was the 2017 Rutgers team, I think they could have beaten Penn State. You're saying the, last year's football? The four team. and eighteen. The four and eighteen. Yeah. Oh, I don't think so. Okay. I think that's it, that just seems like a pointless I know. debate right now. I, well, isn't that what we, I mean, what else can we this do? This seems really pointless. Yeah, that's true. It's the debate whether to do <laughs> We just did a fake sales ticket call. Oh, we've All done right. so many bad segments. It was fun. But good. This okay. was fun. I think we've kind of we've kind of hit, how, hit how the How long is the podcast tonight. so far? 45 minutes, oh, which God, is pretty average. Oh, that's good. good. And you say this every time. I think time. it's no. This this I think has been one of our better episodes. Yeah, really, I think it's been good. Yes. I think it's been good because again, we we came but we, we went between good serious analysis, and I think we gave some good stuff there, and I think we had fun too. And I I, I think you're gonna listen back. I, I think feel like this one. is like the back end of a back to back type of game for us. But it is for you. You were in San Francisco last night, so you feel, guys. I think you're feeling. What the tired. hell did we talk about on this podcast? You don't even remember. You're like delirious. I don't know. Let's, no, I let's remember. Notice. I just don't think it was that good. This is very easy. Live audience, did you like tonight's episode? I didn't listen. You have to talk because there's a microphone. Okay, yes, Look, here's absolutely. The, here's the only thing I think well, we have. Cookies would have made it better. Um, cookies would have made tonight better. <laughs> here's the only thing that's going for us. This episode is still better than Scarlet's Pilot. <laughs> and on that note, uh, I guess we'll see you in a couple weeks. As usual, uh, this was this was fun. Mike, thanks for uh, for joining us. Max, uh, stop watching. Who am I a guest? Thanks for joining us. Well, I, I have my thing. Hey, well, fair I'm actually this wasn't like the first time in a while that you've actually been in person here. I've recorded every damn podcast. No. Nope. You missed the Westerman podcast. Oh, yep. shit. Um, I so I, I do my thing at the end, so Adam, you want to set me up again? <laughs>
This was this was a great time. Uh, we'll see you guys in uh, a few weeks, I'm sure, uh, after Mike delays us by a couple days. Uh, we'll see you next time. Stop watching cable news networks. They're rotting your brain. Also, pay the players.